Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I'm tonight's host, Christopher Bowds. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at the Chris Bowds. Tonight I'm joined by Kieran Haran. Good evening. You can be found at Kieran Haran on Twitter, I believe. I think so, yeah. Lou McCaffrey, the housewife's favourite. The Owl. The Owl. I'm a man of many names. Yep. And uh, Probably yeah. some more behind my back, but yeah. Yeah, or well, Hunters. Um, but primarily just Darren Jackson. Um, not not findable on Twitter. You are a man of I'm on it. It's just a bit of a task. Aye. And it's not worth it. It's genuinely not worth it. So, um, before we get into it, what's what's been happening, gentlemen? It's been a while since you've been on. Well, I'm not long back A couple back of from, part-timers. I'm not long back from Newcastle today. Into the gym, then straight here. So I've had a busy weekend. Freight train doesn't rest. It certainly does not. Keeps on chugging. <laughs> Louie? Um... Uh, nothing exciting, really, to be honest. Work, work, work. Good podcasting, Lou. Keep it up. Good work. So, um, I wish I had something <laughs> more interesting to say, but it's just, the, the thing is, the interesting thing about you is the hair. And the hair's still growing. I'm growing the hair, and I've had a lot of, lot of debate about it. People are not happy with it. People don't like it. I personally love it. I'm trying to grow it. It's, it's mm. all good. It's all good. Don't, don't, uh, don't listen to the haters. You do have a little Mr. McGoo thing going on at the back. Of no, I have that hat one. I have that hat one. We would ask you about it, but to be honest, it would be working bed. That's about it, really, isn't it, for your life? Um, yeah, that's yeah. about right. That's, I'm living the dream. So, um, before we get into the games, uh, the transfer window closed shut. We uh, Last week's pod was during the day of the window, um, so we made a few um, predictions about that. But I want to hear your boys' thoughts on the... On the transfer window dealings, keeping Dembele and Gordon, um, bringing in a buoy. What's our thoughts? Well, as always, the biggest the biggest positive was keeping Dembele and Gordon again. Um, we could always see how um, Tyson the Premier League could be for maybe Gordon. Obviously, can I getting on now? He's kind of was he 35, 34, 35? 34. 34. This, this could have been one more paycheck for him before he kind of finished up, but obviously he'd be sitting, he'd be sitting on the Chelsea bench. I mean, Begovic was trying to get out because he's been sitting on the bench now for nearly two years. So Gordon could down there, could double his wage. I think there were rumours there was 50 grand. I would 50 be surprised. grand a week they were going to give him, almost doubling it, which, I mean, he'd be definitely not out of bag, but obviously he wants to play football and knows staying at Celtic he's going to, he's going to play week in, week out because he's now the number one, or has always been the number one. And also... <laughs> Going to be winning silverware. I mean, he's won medals, won a medal this season already. Oh, pretty much all's on to win the league, and then we're, we're obviously going to do do their best to try and get the treble. So he's he's done one of the smart moves and says staying for football to play and the medals rather than chasing the money, which sometimes you see. I mean, these players are all they're all running off to China. I mean, silly money's getting thrown at them and they're doing that. But um, also when all the players that ran England, hmm? just like all the players that yeah, ran England, not silly money. Um, and also keeping them, boy. I mean, we're going to talk about it later on. But we, I mean, he's made a, a fantastic return from his from his short injury, and it's proven it's the boy's just going to kind of keep developing and become bigger and bigger. So at least we've got him to the summer. Fingers crossed, we can keep him for at least one more year. Give us a good good shot at the Champions League, um, and give us a good next season there. Um, the fact that we only brought in one one player didn't really kind of bother me too much just now because there's very there's very little to concentrate and need to improve for the rest of this season. Obviously, we'd, we'd like to start beginning to look 
use the rest of this season to kind of start building for next year. Um, but you would think that, that the core team we have just now will be there for next season anyway. So we've kind of got, I'd think to, like to thank most of our team for doing the, going for the Champions League qualifiers anyway. So what we've got, we just make sure we work on it more and just make sure we any little mistakes that have been made are learnt from them ironed out so that when it comes to the qualifiers we're a kind of well-oiled engine and we're going to really kind of get at teams and, and do really well so I was quite happy with the, the way the transfer window worked out Louis, yourself, obviously Gordon and Be- Dembele are really important players for us but £4 million and £40 million respectively well, rumours are £34, £35 million offered by Chelsea are in decline but I think it's too I'd, much for us to knock back for the No, I, I would have given you the two for 40. That would, that would have been absolutely fine by me. Um, I went on a bit of a rant yesterday in the pub at half time. I'm not going to lie, right? Yes, we are on a terrific run of form. We've won 23 out of 24 games. Fantastic. But at half time yesterday, I, I was going a bit Raj Bongo and I brought the transfer window into it. Now, the reason why. Cool. The reason why I bought I brought the transfer window into it is I've not been on the podcast since it shut, um, and it frustrated me. I'm not gonna lie, the, the the window frustrated me. I'm I'm not too happy with it. Right? What's grinding your gears, Lee? Let me tell you, Chris. Let me break it down. Um, first off, we've been preparing for this transfer window since the summer, right? The preparation goes into these things. It's not as if suddenly the shop opens and you go go on the hunt for what you can find. We must have been scouting, must have been trying to get deals, you know, try and work things out before the thing actually opened. Um, and we would have had targets. And Roger spoke quite a lot about how he wanted to get players bedded in. He wanted to he wanted to do business. He saw it as a very important, critical window and and all that for preparations for next season. And yet we only sign one player. Now, granted, I, I've never thought that we needed numbers, really. We don't need a lot of new players. But we could have done with a couple, maybe two or three bits of real quality to try and continue what we'd started in the summer. And I just feel as if that, just didn't happen. Whether it was a case, I mean, whether it was a case of the likes of James McCarthy, right? Someone like that, who clearly we we couldn't afford and wasn't available to us. And if they're not available, well, you've not got much chance of buying them, obviously. Um, but then there's the other side of it and the fact that we have still got, I mean, we didn't sell a player in the whole of January. Again, you need someone to buy the players, yeah. yes, granted. But Surely we should have been doing everything in our power to get some of these players out of the club and off the wage bill. And yet we we couldn't seem to do it. I mean, Nadir Shifty was... I think he was over in Turkey trying to get a move on the on the deadline day, you know? I mean, that just seemed, it just all seems very late and desperate to me. Whereas I would have liked his... I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I suppose it's really up to the player and up to the agent. But at the same time... I was disappointed we couldn't get rid of some of the deadwood. I feel as if some of the loan moves have been really good. I like the fact that Jamie McCart's up at um, Ross County, or no, Inverness. Um, Christopher Ayer is at Kilmarnock, apparently doing well, although the sports scene highlights last night, it looked pretty horrendous. 
Um, but so the, the some of the youngsters getting out on loan, I think they've been really smart Fasan as well. Eh? Fasan as well. Fasan as well. But, but the the ones based in Scotland playing in the the SPL, I think, is brilliant. Yep. You know, because then they're going to get the experience. We can keep close tabs on them, and you can see their progress. See if they're if they're really going to make it. So I think that that's been the best part for me. But I've, I'm still frustrated that you know, I feel frustrated for Rogers that he maybe couldn't have got one or two in, and then even then, I still think that there's players there that really shouldn't be there anymore, and it, and it would have been good to get them to get them out the door. I think you're right, but I don't. I don't think uh, there, there'd be few Celtic uh, fans that would disagree with you that there's there's some dead wood in the squad that we could uh, do with uh, moving on. But I've got to believe the club are doing everything they could to do that. We're not going to want to pay seven to uh, twenty thousand pounds a week for certain players. Yeah, um, that aren't getting getting utilised anyway. Oh, the shifty one. That was apparently a breakdown in the last minute. We we talks apparently went on for hours. There was talks between both clubs for hours, but obviously I, I don't know what they couldn't agree. I don't know if it was maybe the wage and who was paying what or what percentage and all that. Well, I think I think the thing with him was that Celtic wanted to sell him. So he'd been looking for a club to move permanently. That's why he ended up in a desperate bid to try and get to Turkey. He went to Turkey and was, you know, selling himself a bit. Couldn't get any, couldn't get any offers. And then Celtic went, right, okay, someone just take him on loan. And then that's when Motherwell were alerted to the fact that, they, that a loan was possible. And then they started talking to him, talking to him about think, a loan. I think McDonald deal fell through because McDonald's was due to go to Sydney. Exactly. And Aye, and then that never, him, but that never, that never happened. There was no point needing one. Yep. But um, I don't know. I just, I, the, the, you know, there's the players like Effie Ambrose. Fair enough. He, he, I just don't even think it's been confirmed yet. His uh, Blackburn deal. It's the work permit, isn't the, it? The work permit, aye. But him. Um, Commons, I mean, Commons, that's a big wage. I mean, six, six, a month, six months, Commons is gone now. I mean, that's it. He's now finished up. He's just going to get paid to be yeah. part but, of the yeah. squad, but we'll never be used. But I mean, I mean, there's a point where they should maybe just negotiate a kind of payoff and just say, like, half. We'll give you half your wage now. You're a free player. You can go and sign for whoever you want. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know how that. I don't know how that works. I mean, how how I wonder how much that is considered. Like terminating a contract with a player and paying them off. I mean, how how he's not going to play now. If you're going to pay him the money, why can't we just come to a deal with him and, and let him out of his contract? We might need to, even if we had to pay, you know, the majority of his contract up to him. Yeah, when but then that's down to him and his agent whether they want to take a bit less. And yeah, if we want to pay yeah. the full contract. Is there any point in letting them go? If we're going to pay it all anyway. Yeah. Um. But you'd said you would have liked to have seen a few more additions of quality. Yep. Talk to me, Louis. Talk to w- you. What position are we talking about? Hey. What positions? What positions? I didn't, I, I said on the last podcast, I said I didn't think we needed any defenders. Um, I think, I don't think we needed a goalkeeper. I think probably a, a left, a, a left-sided kind of, Winger, possibly someone. Uh, uh, Gary McKay Stephen, I just don't think is going to make it now. Although Rogers seems to talk him up and 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 you know paint him in a good light, I just can't see it. And I think if you know you've got you've got Sinclair there now. If Sinclair was out again, 
then you've got a question mark who you're going to put in there. Especially, it's all right to put Roberts there, but what happens in the summer when Roberts is away? And then you've got Forrest out one side, Sinclair out the other, and no real cover for either of them. Um, you've got, just now, you've got, well, you've had Griffiths and Dembele both out, and we've had Sinclair having to play as a striker, although he done that in, in his youth career, He's not a striker. He's not an out-and-out striker. Number nine. So he lasted 15 minutes against Hearts for it. Yeah. And so, then since then it was left to Roberts. It's it's difficult because you're not going to sign a striker to play third choice and, and you know only get a game if the other two guys are injured. But I think having so, having someone who can play in a, in a couple of positions, being able to play out wide, come inside, that sort of thing, that would kind of fit the bill. But... I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I, I just think it, it was never about, you know, so much numbers. It's just, I think you see the impact that someone like Sinclair has had. You see the impact that Dembele has had. Now, obviously, Dembele's young, young, only 20 and still developing. But you see what happens when we buy quality. And I just feel, you know, a couple more players of real, that level of quality like who knows but we I mean we could see we could we could progress from our group in the Champions League if we get in you know I think I just think to take us to the next level a couple of good quality players like that like of serious note would go a long way but again are you going to get those players in January maybe not maybe not well evidently not Kieran was there any other positions you would have liked to have seen a strength in January other than what Louis really mentioned. Well, one thing I've noticed a wee bit over the last few games uh, with the the Rogic missing, I, I feel we don't have a backup number ten. For, until Armstrong got injured, what we did was we replaced Rogic with Beton. So there, were, and then Beton kind of became the holding midfielder and basically pushed Brown and Armstrong further forward. Now, Brown's okay doing that position. I don't feel Armstrong is a number 10 or a good number 10. He's just not got that kind of um, eye, eye for a good pass, like a kind of defence-splitting pass, or he's a hold-up play. Like the way Rodgers protects the ball and keeps it up to kind of lay people on, Armstrong doesn't have it. Armstrong is a, is a, is a, is a good box-to-box midfielder, likes to get on in the box at the last minute for any kind of chances. Um And I feel sometimes we kind of waste him by putting Bitter and Brown in, so we don't have another number 10. Sinclair likes to cut in, but doesn't like to be in the, in the middle. Um, I, I don't know if we could give, uh, we don't ever seem to give Roberts a chance. It just seems whenever Rodgers doesn't play, he likes to put in another midfielder, rather than trying to have another, another number 10. Um, so it's trying to find another, but then, if you want a number 10 of good quality to, to replace Rodgers, mind you, Rodgers, Rodgers injury is quite injury prone, so another number 10 could get a lot of game time with Rodgers, but then that person could come in and be a lot better than Rodgers and that pushes Rodgers out. But I mean, if there's better than Rodgers, then obviously you'd want, you always want the best players in your team. So yeah, maybe a number 10. Still, the centre-halves are a wee bit, mm, some of the games you go through, I know Boyata's come back now and seems to have done quite well. Um, Eric's been a bit up and down. Yozo as well. There was, there was the Ab- we'll come to the Aberdeen game, but the Aberdeen game for me, I thought he was pretty poor. He's, he's passing, so... I think they've got the potential to be good and strong. I think they just need develop. Obviously, need develop more. They need worked more, worked more by the the, the coaching staff. Um, but 
I, I don't ultimately see there's any real dire need for any kind of area to be kind of beefed up with any kind of any kind of quality. To be honest, not a fan of getting beefed. <laughs> Certainly not. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, that terrible. Right. Um, so I I was going to mention as well something seen today. A the Green Brigade. So I don't they're know. They're a group of fans. Ah, right, okay. I was wondering because yep. they yeah, like to sing and make lots of noise and they dress on the team. <clears throat> right, right. That, that clears up. No, the GB have a GB um, Great Britain have started a GoFundMe for a full stadium TIFO to uh, celebrate the 50th anniversary of Lisbon Lions uh, achievement. So. Aye, I just thought that was worth mentioning. Um, I say it's via GoFundMe. If you go to the Green Brigade's Twitter, they've got links to it, but they want to basically outdo themselves, obviously. Well, well I'll ask you guys. Uh, the 125, the 125th uh, anniversary. That was pretty impressive. So it was, it was to see a whole stadium do it. You don't, there's not many clubs. I think Barcelona done it once, maybe. Um, but when you see a whole stadium kind of getting behind it and that the kind of a lovely big display like that, then... That'll be good. So it'll be if they want to outdo that, it'll be really good to see. That'd be, um, it'd be it'd be hard to to upstage that, to be honest. But it'd be it'd be fitting for the occasion, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be interesting, but because of what game it'd be done at, because obviously they're going to try and get as close to the anniversary as possible. As possible. So I mean, we must be looking towards the end of the season. Yeah, I don't think it mentions a date. Obviously, twenty fifth of May for the the final, but um, which will be the Scottish Cup final? Yeah, so they've said any extra funds will go towards a Scottish Cup final tifo. So again, since we're not actually in the final, I don't think they'll plan on having it then, just in case. Uh, but I don't also about half stadium as well. Wouldn't be a full stadium. Yeah, that's true. So that yeah, for half yeah, so it's going to have to actually be the, the last game of the season. <coughs> yeah. So it probably will just be the last home game of the season. Um, but that I, should be good. Doesn't mention. I'm looking for uh, 15,000 as a target. You've um, got that about. Aye, aye I'll, uh, I'll ping that over the next few minutes. Uh, but I think it was about 10,000 for the, the 125th anniversary one. So if they're looking for a little bit extra, then hopefully it will be even more spectacular than it was the last time. Um, aye. So that's good, well done, GB. Oh, we're, we're, we're in favour of that, we approve. Yep, you've we're, got ha- the we're happy to get involved. 90 MC seal of approval, that's, uh, that's what the boys it's in wanted. It's the post. Yep. Right. Um, aye, so, on that, we've had, uh, we've had two games since uh, the last podcast. Um, Celtic versus Aberdeen, we'll, we'll kick off with that. Uh, Kieran, do you want to give us a wee rundown of your thoughts on uh, the game? I, I mean... Ultimately, it was a tough game. Um, Aberdeen didn't really... Aberdeen looked like they came for a draw. They were, especially the first half, they were very... They didn't really offer very much going forward. Um, they act, I mean, they actually forced us into change information because we were initially we were 4-4-2 to start with, but we made us, we went to a back three. Um, and it kind of fell into their hands. It actually fell into their hands a bit because... Whenever the, we had the, the the ball at the back with the keeper, when our back when our back three kind of split, each man had was man marked, and then obviously with the way that works when the when the defenders are so deep, it's then the holding midfielders to then drop in to try and pick up the ball and turn with it. But with that Brown and Bitton, whenever they were dropping in, 
they were both being man-marked by uh, Shinny McLean. So basically our whole back five were basically man-marked. They were kind of compressing their quite high with our back five, which was then forcing us to kind of go long quite often. So it was, it was hard. I mean, it was hard. I mean, we seen ourselves the first half was really, really hard to get through. We couldn't really make anything. Um, and I mean, it, went, it kind of back, it kind of went back to them as well because they, because what happened was whenever we back the back three, it Sinclair had to move in, and what happened when he moved inside, it seemed Logan was tasked with man marking him because Sinclair for the first half, whenever he moved it all around, Logan was right behind behind him, and with that they had to put Johnny Hayes on Tierney, so they've basically made their their kind of a right winger. They had to force him into being a right back, so it kind of nullified them going forward. Um, which is obviously why they weren't really often very much. Um, but ultimately, obviously, we got the first half. Like I've seen an awful lot with home games, we kind of the first half. We, um, it's, we, I mean, we totally control the game. We've got the ball possession. We just kind of break the teams down, and then at half time, Rogers obviously he analyzes the game in the first half as he's watching it, and he's picking up on points where he thinks right things should be getting done differently. And it seems like he then says to the team at half time like. This is what's happening. This is what's not working. Let's do it this way. And then they come out in the second half and it's a better performance. They actually get more chances and then obviously ultimately we get the goals. Um, and obviously again, we get uh, Bayata again. I think at that point it was his second, third, second goal in, third, in three games. We a really good, powerful header. Um, and then after that, I mean, again, we just kind of seemed to... We just unfortunately couldn't get a second goal. Um, but we did seem to kind of start again control the game and create a few chances, but just not enough, and not enough clear-cut chances. So, I mean, it wasn't the most exhilarating of games, but, I mean, when, I, when that's your technically your nearest title challengers, um, it's always going to be a tough game against them because, obviously, that's who we're up against. But, uh, obviously, glad glad to get through. Obviously, I won one no win, and on the way home in the bus, I was kind of like talking to my pal, and I was kind of saying, just think, right, we've, we've beaten the Aberdeen, we kind of pretty much destroyed Hearts. We did all that without Armstrong, Rodgers, Griffiths and Dembele, and it was kind of like, that's actually quite impressive that the team, the squad has still managed to kind of get yeah. results, and then with the, when these four come back, it's kind of like, I mean, we can only get, going to be so much more better. Yep. Um, some very good points in there. I think the point about um, Brendan Rodgers, I don't, I don't think I've seen a manager. Um, I can't think of off the top of my head that's so good at improving a team's performance going into the second half uh, in games that we've found tough. Uh, but, Louis, I want you to talk about um, Didrik Boyata. Yes. Take us through what you've been feeling, what your emotions. I'll, your, t- I, I, I'll keep it real, right? Okay. I, I had a lot of negativity towards the big man. I'd, I'd written him off. I thought, no. It's not unheard of. It's time's up. Time to go. Um... And he would have absolutely have been one of the ones that I would have said had to go in, in, the, in, the, window. The, in the window. But to be fair, um, he has obviously shown enough in training and that, that's why Rogers has, you know, given him his chance. And you can't argue with that. I mean, if Rogers, you know, puts it down to the players and says, right, you perform in training, I will play you. This is what you have to do, and they do it, and they deserve their shot. Then, then absolutely, I, I don't have any. There's no player at the club that I would begrudge playing for is if they're putting in the effort and impressing somebody like Brendan Rodgers. So he's clearly done that, and he's came in, and on the whole, other than maybe yesterday, um, he has kept it simple. 
and and you know that's that's what Effie could never do. Effie, you know, had a lot of pace, and he, you know, he had attributes, but he would always get ahead of himself, overcomplicate things, and you know, he suffered for it and made mistakes. Boyata was again another player who made individual errors and they stuck out like a sore thumb. He has, on the whole, kept it simple, you know, and really thought about things and used his head instead of just getting carried away. And it looks as if, you know, he's a much better player for it. He's been he's been good in the air. He's, he has dominated. He's been good to be, he's been good to his feet. His passing still isn't great, but. He's he's kept it simple, just kept it moving, um, and I th- I think he's done a good job. I think to be fair, he has been as good as Eric has well, been recently. So, and I, I would never have expected to say that because of how Eric finished last season. Well, that brings me to my next question. I'll ask you both, but I'll go Kieran first. Has Boyata usurped Eric as your first choice? What what is your first choice centre back pairing right now? Taking into account the games that Boyata well, has played. After Jose's performance at Aberdeen, I, I thought at times his, his passing was very wasteful. Because um, you've seen that again at half time, he changed the two around because initially Boyata was on the left side and he was having more joy with the ball at his feet and he was kind of coming forward. Uh, Yozo was at times coming forward and then having to either go back or sideways I mean not, ultimately that's not always his fault because if there's no, not a pass on ahead of him then you're better coming back to keep it but some of his passing when he was doing it it was just wasteful it was going to the opposition, the opposition. Um, I, I, I'd like to see um, but, but I'd like to see it be Eric and Bayata but however I mean that's now two games we've played a back three and we're using Lustig so it seems that if it's going to be Lustig Boyata and then, but then Eric started against Ab- uh, St. Johnson, but Yozo was Aberdeen. Who's your two? See, ideally, I'd rather I'd keep the three. I actually quite like the three. Right. I, I like I like the back three. Of, right, so, so who's your three? Well, Boyata, Boyata Lustig, and Eric. Because I like see the way I like I like our back three or the three five You're two. Putting Yozo on the bench. Aye. Jesus, it's not it's not the first person I've heard say that. I'm, so that's, that tells me you've got a different choice, or you just no, your own choice do, as well. Do you know? I th- I think um, I think it's a difficult one. Obviously, the last three games, Boyata has obviously started. Um, the last three games played nine, played ninety minutes in each of them, wasn't he? Um, and Yozo and Eric have switched for the other place. I feel. I almost feel like the three of them are too similar. You know, like, there's not one of them that is a particularly great passer of the ball, but they can all, they're all fairly competent at coming out with the ball and, and playing a pass. Eric's probably the worst at it, I think. And I, th- I, th- I, th- I th- sadly, I feel as if Eric's flaws have started to show a bit more than what they maybe did before. Um, but not to say that that won't change, but he has been kind of, I suppose, to be fair to him, he has been kind of in and out of the team recently. But my first choice, I think, would still have to be Yozo and Eric. I like what Boyata is doing and I like his physical presence and the way he puts himself about. Um 
who he replaces out of those, those two, I'm not so sure. I, I, I do think, like in terms of a pecking order, though, I still think that Yozo is number one for me for for Brendan Rodgers and probably for me. I think he is the one that if if fit will play every game he possibly can. I, I think he's. I think Brendan Rodgers sees him as his number one choice, and then. Boy, Boyata. If if Boyata can can remain, can can continue to progress. I mean, at the weekend there, he scored an own goal. He had a couple of other mistakes, but I mean, he wasn't he wasn't shambolic overall. I mean, he, he was still done he was still done fairly well. But you know, is that the first glimpse of the old Boyata that's going to come back? And you know, we need to see how it pans out over the next couple of months. But I still think Yozo is your number one. And um, talking about centre-backs, Colo, uh, do we think we'll see him playing again? Barring a complete... Like we said, like we said previously weeks ago, Colo initially was to come in and steady the ship. Last year, defensively, we were leaking too many goals. There was too much mistakes happening. And Brett Rogers wanted to bring in... Uh, Old Ted. Yeah, someone who was experienced, someone he knew, someone who knew how Rogers wanted to play and wanted to help him instill that into his defence now Toure's come in he did that he stayed the ship but now obviously we've got three or four younger centre halves that are now wanting to need game time need developed more and more that we need to start using although it is quite telling that Toure's technically not played since the mistakes he made that I can think of so the two mistakes that yeah, glad back right. and then he made a mistake in the league game afterwards since that game he's not played I don't think he's been seen on the bench a couple of times because obviously we had a number of uh, times when obviously Bayata wasn't fit yet or in favour and Eric and Yozo, one of them, was injured and we were obviously using uh, Lustig in the middle so we two was on the bench but I don't think two is placing. So I don't know if the back of his mind, although two has come in and with experience in the ship, but I think Rogers went, you know what, you've had a couple of mistakes now and maybe, maybe kind of time's up for you. Um, it would appear that because we've not seen him since. So whether or not he yeah. stays on in a kind of coaching role, I'm not too sure. You'd like to think it's maybe the rest of the team are at a level now that he's happy with. So I'm not sure what, how, how long his contract calling. was, if it was a year or two. Well, I, think, I think it was a year with an option, but it might well, be a option. So then they might obviously make the second year like a kind of coaching role. Yeah. I don't think we'll see him play again unless we had a crisis, but I, I, I still think that when he came in, I, I still think he had a huge, huge role in how good our seasons went, oh, to be honest with you. Ah, he's a hero. I, I think if he hadn't been there and steadied that defence, I don't story. think we would have qualified for the Champions League. So I think we owe him a lot in terms of that. But do you know what? See if we could get see if we could get him to stay and be a coach. I think he'd be a great coach. See, the thing now when you think of that as well, in a way you've always got to kind of question the ability, the quality of John Kennedy. He's, I mean, being a centre But then half, we don't, we don't, we don't know what he's doing though. We don't know yeah. what he's doing day to day. We assume because he was a defender that he deals with the defence, but he might not. You know, that's that's maybe not his role now. And how I mean, do you have a coach other than a goalkeeper, obviously? But do you have a coach that only deals with one segment of the the squad? I I, I doubt well, you, that. Do, if you, you could, you mean you, you have? Obviously, your manager, your assistant manager, or assistant coach, you then have a group of coaches that obviously you, you see all these the personnel they have. Yeah. So there must be coaches who stick with each area and they 
obviously yeah, get you. involved what Rogers wants them and the way they want to play and he helps kind of get the, the message Aye, over. But, but, but the thing is, it's all of them sitting around a table and Rogers leading it and saying, this is what I want focused on and this is how we're going to do it. I mean, it's not, John Kennedy's not going to come up with nothing. He's just got, he, I think he would just carry out the instructions of the manager. No, if he's got his badges, he's 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 a coach. Um, you've also not played enough football manager. If you don't know no, that there are defence and striker coaches. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, but aye, so uh, after the Aberdeen uh, victory against our biggest rivals, uh, we face St Johnston um, away. No easy task. St Johnston are a decent side. Uh, different game though. Um, yet again, started uh, without a striker. Game maybe changed a little bit once we brought one on. Um, there's quite a quite a wee bit to talk about with regards this game. Um, the first thing that I will get into with you, gentlemen, know is the penalty uh, which we were awarded. What are thoughts on that? Not for a penalty. It's <laughs> the guy's stomach. It's his side. He's a ribcage. Never in a month. Of no. Sundays is I, that I, a penalty. I don't understand how Thompson can I give it because it was on the guy's right hand side, which was facing the kind of byline, and Thompson would have obviously been in the centre of the play. So he's the guy's body's kind of blinding Thompson. So I don't know if Thompson's just guessed. Cause I'm not too sure. I, I never really had much of the commentary, so I'm not too sure whether it ever mentioned if it was Thompson or the linesman that gave it. Because the linesman would have possibly no, no, had it was Thompson. Was it was Thompson. definitely Craig Thompson. But that, that's that. the thing. He he couldn't see it, so he guessed. He absolutely guessed. And they say, they say the rule is you don't. If, if you're not 100 percent sure, don't give it then. But it's Craig Thompson, the number one ref of this country as well. I know. But can we just acknowledge the fact that KT absolutely destroyed that boy in the run up to it? Left him for dead. I mean, he was on the floor, collapsed. Of course, he did. Stand destroyed KT. him. And then KT shot for the arm. He just missed, <laughs> but he was so good at it that Craig yeah. Thompson was like, a penalty. With us getting the penalty that wasn't, you got to then look, and then you look at the decision against Brown, which I feel was a penalty because he didn't get oh, the ball. Go away! It was I'm, contact. I'm not. This isn't even just. My, you're just. You're, it's not my. It's not my Brown bias. If that was bet on, you would say a penalty 100. percent He didn't touch the boy from one angle where you're looking straight on. Um, which the referee wasn't, you might think, because you, you obviously don't have the depth perception. But his foot it goes in front of the guy, the guy doesn't hit it, and it goes down. So, but, it is, but at some angles, it could look like a penalty. So obviously, the, the angle Thompson was at, it wasn't a penalty. No. Thanks and then, reality, it wasn't a penalty. But Captain yeah, Scott Brown, Brown didn't touch the ball. was fantastic yet again. Doesn't matter. Didn't touch the ball, didn't touch the man. How was that a foul? Oh, it's never I'm a foul. I was pretty sure he had caught a bit of contact caught on him. Nothing. Caught flack for save cool fans. We're never going anyway, so it was magic. Um, aye, it's brilliant. Uh, so it was. It was never a penalty. Hit his hip slash arse. Even if he hit his arm, the fact is he just pinged the ball at him. I don't. I don't think you'd even. Uh, it, was, it was hip to elbow. Aye, aye. Never a penalty. Um, so obviously uh, that made it two two. Aye. Um, you know, people are people are upset. We did go on to win five two though. I think, I think well, it was really well. I think well, before we get to that, I think we need to go back a wee bit. First back up, first goal. Who scored the first goal? All right, Cam. There's a whole. We're talking about the entire game. I'm just. We're still on the penalty. Why would we go I, back I, to I, the first? Goal I don't know why we'd to come back to the penalty because we need to have to at some point. 
but we're talking about the penalty, so we'll just keep on talking about that. Jesus Christ. What? There's a system here. We've done with the penalty. the penalty. Would it have made a difference if we didn't get the penalty? That's the question. Oh, right, okay. Do you think we still would have went on to win? I'd like to think so, yeah. I think we'd have still... It's very hard to see, isn't it? I think that... It's a theoretical. Aye. The thing was, we finished the game so strongly, and 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 uh, as Brendan Rogers said yesterday, I, I do think fitness played a part. But then their heads went down. I mean, they, their heads absolutely went down. So you know, would that would that have happened? <clears throat> no, probably not. They would have been more resolute if they hadn't been had that kind of sucker punch. But and at the penalty it's point, difficult. Dembele had only been in the park a couple of minutes, so we hadn't. It's his first hadn't, touch. It was his first touch, so he hadn't actually been in the game yet. So, so his other first touch had, would have been a goal anyway. No, but I mean, no, <laughs> I, well, yeah. But without the penalty, the fact that we, they were then starting to play with an actual striker could have changed plays because obviously mm. Dembele played. Roberts, unfortunately, I don't think he's a striker. He's not. A, he's not a striker. He doesn't really know how to play that role. So that's why it didn't quite work for the last couple of games once you then put an actual striker then we can start playing the way we would play and the penalty got the goal to each and then we seen what Dembele did, did the, um, for the rest of the game but without the penalty would that still have happened I'd have possibly thought so I think we would have maybe not been a 5-2 game but I do believe we would have still won the game because I just have that feeling now that yeah, although we, we go behind we've still got the mentality we've still got the quality and we've still got the fitness that we'll still be able to go at teams and still get a result at the end of the day. Because I don't want to get too arrogant. I'm not getting arrogant, but the way that we're now going with the games, you can't see a team beating us. See, drawn possibly, well, well, but beating us. We're, we're obviously the best team in the league by a long distance, but then that's been the case in seasons past as well. We've still not went unbeaten. So I don't, I don't think we should count up... Um, count our chickens yet yeah, but, but then seeing those previous seasons <laughs> we weren't playing football yeah, to the level we are yeah, now he's got us playing a really good way now and but a really slip up's that easy a red card in the first minute a penalty things get difficult see I I, I think I think for me the, the, the big difference between us now and us last season isn't so much that the football is you know Suddenly, all the like spectacular. I don't think it's that. I think it's that the players believe in Rogers, and they have a Rogers has given them a belief, and he. I think to a certain extent, he's he's just simplified the game for all of the players that they all know exactly what they have to do, and it makes it easier for them. But at the same time, I still think a massive part of it is because they have a bit of respect for Rodgers and they all want to do well for him. Like Because they all believe that they are going to get better because of him and they look up to him. Whereas I think with Isla, I don't think they gave a shit because they didn't know who the guy was. I mean, maybe I'm, I hope I'm wrong because it would be very unprofessional, but I still think that there's players that are given a hell of a lot more now this season than what they did last yeah, I, I, I think that's definitely right. I disagree with you. And I, I think it's a lot more entertaining this season. I think watching Celtic games is it's much more consistent, more more consistently entertaining. I mean, there was there was games. There wasn't enough of them. There was like the Dundee United game where Dyla had his playing fantastic football, but he just couldn't get us to produce it 
consistently. Yeah. I think I still think there's been a few games, especially at home recently, Aye, where cer- certainly the first half has been not very good. Yeah. But we've we've ground out results, and you, you have to do that sometimes. Yep. But I'd, I'd still say overall. It's been a lot more fun. Oh, aye. Oh, definitely. Um, as aye. So, the first goal, and we don't want to just talk about the goal, but Hendo. Oh, my God, Hendo. Eh? Aye. Hendo. Uh, the Henmeister. He uh, starts, grabs a wee goal. What did we think of his overall performance and the goal itself? Um, start with you, Louis. Um, well, I mean, he's came on. He came on at the Hearts game, came on at the Aberdeen game. Looked, I thought, especially the Aberdeen game, I thought he looked terrific. He looked classy, really exciting to watch, controlled things, his passing, his vision, everything just really, really looked good. Um, and obviously, good to see him getting a start. Um, he would be the kind of substitute for uh, Rogic that's what we were talking about earlier wasn't it Keel? yeah because I um, feel that you're saying that, that he's not very similar to McGregor McGregor's no. kind of like Armstrong where he's like box to box kind of engine not quite as flair whereas Henderson does I mean Henderson's one is one of the only ones well not only ones but one of the ones there that can really see a good pass because yeah. we've seen it with the Aberdeen game and the Hearts game the short time just the, the pass the way I passed the vision of the pass yeah. was really good um, I'm just hoping now that obviously he's had those wee kind of snippets and he's had a start that he gets a wee bit of a run now because I think he would now deserve a bit of a chance over McGregor because I felt for definitely for the Aberdeen game I thought McGregor first half lost I mean mm. when the formation changed and he was in the middle and they said Sinclair with him uh, McGregor, McGregor got lost i never seen him barely had touched the ball he kind of got a bit better in the second half and he got a bit more involved in the game um, I still th- I still think Cal Max I, I, I still like Cal McGregor but t- t- to focus on Hendo I think Hendo is I, I I really 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 don't want him to leave because I really think that you know he's still only what 20 2021 20, Hendel I think would he's he's got raw uh, like a rawness but I think definitely if we can keep him maybe he needs to go out on loan again to get more games and play another season he's whatever been out twice and he's even been in another another but country he's still only on he's still only 20 I, I I think he I think he could genuinely be that good for us that I I just think we should have a longer term view of him if if he's happy with that and I think he wants to play for Celtic but I think some of the attributes he's got are just fantastic he took his goal really well um <coughs> yesterday ball coming out um, you know a lot of players would have just you know snatched at that or just tried to hit the target he placed mm. that ball where it was going it was a great finish um, I don't I, we were talking about this earlier I, I don't think he showed his best yesterday but I don't think he had the chance to I think um, I, I think he, personally I think he f- thrives on having a big pitch like Parkhead where he's got a lot of space um, and he can pick passes and he can really hurt teams that way he maybe has to work on the side of his game where you know he is getting pressed there's not a lot of space because they're they're kind of camped in that sort of thing he maybe has to get better at but I still think that Henderson absolutely has to be a Celtic player and if he can get more games between now and the end of the season fantastic is he going to start the next game 
Probably not. But nah, well, it's a cup game, so I think he will start. I think there's more chance of him starting the next game, getting two games mm. in a run, with it being a, a like you said, it's a parkhead, it's a cup game, so obviously you still yep. he's still kind of rotating. The I mean, it's got, it's it, it, there's so much competition in there. I, I I think I think he's been another player who he's kind of hard to pin down. You know, or he's maybe been hard to pin down into a exact position. You you wouldn't put him in the brown position. You wouldn't beat on. Recently, he just I don't even know what game he's playing. Armstrong, he's not got the quite the engine of Armstrong, so you wouldn't put him in there. I think it, he is Rogic's substitute. I'd still put Rogic ahead of him, but in yeah. terms of having him in the squad and being on the bench, absolutely. Cal Calmac, I think, is more suited to being in the Armstrong substitute place, bringing him on, and then you've got a buoy that would come in for Brown's role. That's the way I see things yeah. I with, feel, with those players. I feel the fact that it's not—it's really not working too much well. We know Brown and Bitton. Um, whenever Bitton, Rogers is fit and Bitton doesn't play, which has been the majority of the first half of the season, Brown plays that kind of deeper lying role um, and kind of almost in a way dictates the play, the kind of momentum and the pace of the game, and it works so well. Whenever you bring in Bitton beside him, Brown's then going to is then having to move forward a little bit. Because Bitton doesn't have that kind of legs, and he's not the kind of boxer, so he's that kind of slow luxury player who likes to just. You see a lot of it kind of slows the game down, which sometimes that's that's required, but not when you're still you're chasing a game, and it's not when you're not you're still nil nil. You're needing you're needing goals. Um, and we see how Bretton, how Brown plays so well this season in that kind of role. So I feel that. Whenever Rogers or Armstrong is not fit, not uh, they're injured, I feel we, we really shouldn't be going to bitter anymore. It should be, for instance, like Cal, Cal, um, Cal McGregor and Henderson now. I feel over the last couple of snippets and the performance from Henderson, I think he needs a chance. Because like you said, he played relatively well on, on the Sunday, didn't make too many errors. So that's one full start. So he needs to kind of get into a momentum of startings. But do we think, take away this Saturday's game, um, with the likes of Rogic, Armstrong coming back, Abui, um coming into the fold, do we think it's realistic that Henderson will get games? See, see, what, see this, wait, Abu, I don't, we don't need to rush Abui. For me personally, because I was saying this earlier, I feel that Abui should get a couple of games development squad, get himself and get himself kind of match fat, match fit, get a bit of sharpness on him because he's not played games since, he's obviously, we came from Russia on their pre-season. He then had that that kind of illness worry that he wasn't so he had that kind of illness worry, so let him get get his uh, fitness up, give him a couple of development games, and then once once they kind of slightly the pressure of the let's be a bit about be a bit the bush, but we're probably going to win rapidly by March. We're going to have a good ten games left after that. That's games that a boy can then come in. Um, can get game time when we can rest players, for instance, like Brown, because we seem to see that could be Brown's role. I know Brown probably will act, no, I still want to play every game, but they can turn around and say, well, do you know what? We've now done what's required, we've now won the league, so now you can take a wee rest, you can have a rest, prepare yourself, if we're still in the cup, that run going, we're still going to need you for the cup games. So let's let Bowie come in, let him exam, uh, sample what it's like to play in the first, late, first, uh, first 11, and let him see what he, let him show us what he can do. So I don't think Nabu needs to rush into it just now. But Henderson isn't in that role anyway, so that doesn't affect him. Henderson should be in whenever we've got Armstrong and Rogers injured. Because I feel he should be in there with them, kind of more 
further forward position. Uh, I, I just think, you know, I get you. I, I totally understand your point. We don't need a buoy right now. Fair enough. But I want to see him because we've bought him and, you know, for three million... I want to. I want to see what the what the hype is over the the kid. Basically, a new toy. It's but then I mean, if it's going to be similar to what happened with Wanyama, I remember. I, I remember you know being excited to see what Wanyama had again, just because he was an unknown. And you know, you wonder about these guys. Have you got? I suppose now we're thinking, have you got another Wanyama? But it'll be interesting to see. Does he have? You know, he's been here. A, a wee while now but a wee in Dubai and that sort of thing does he have a couple of months where we don't see him he's in the gym doing what Wanyama done because he needs to beef up a bit Do does that happen then he's drip fed in a bit like Wanyama was or you know, do we see him at the weekend? I would I would personally like to see him. I would like to see him make some sort of appearance and let's just see what the boy's got. But it's it's interesting. But yeah. it'll be Brown he takes over. Uh, another point as well I would say is if we're assuming that Ibu is good enough to be a first team player, which we would hope he is, we hope he's gonna add quality squad, we've paid three million for him or whatnot. Um if you're then looking at Champions League qualifiers do we not want to get him on a decent run of games to gel with his side? I'm not saying he needs to play as of this week, but surely you'd want to see him get a few games. But then, see if we're going to the line of we're looking at him being a first teamer. Is he the first teamer instead of Brown, or are we now putting him in as a first teamer? Like, if we're even for next year, is he going to be the first teamer with Brown stepping forward? Well, and is that the sacrifice in Armstrong? I think we need to see him play because we've bought players in certain positions and actually they've, they've worked out better in other positions so I don't think we can see he's definitely a replacement for Brown he maybe we could play along I'm sure he could him and Armstrong could play together him and Brown could play together the thing is but he, Brown is in that team we're no dropping Brown I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that right. um, but as I, I just see if he's going to make an appearance, I think he will be making an appearance as a substitute for Brown for however long he's. That's that's difficult though. I mean, if there was one player that you wouldn't want to be behind in terms of waiting to go on as a sub, it'd be Brown. But I don't know. Can the two of them really play together? I mean, if if Brown Brown and Beaton can play together, then yeah, maybe. But. I would hope he's got to be better than Beaton because Beaton just slows the game down for me. To, uh, I just don't even like watching him now, which is disappointing. But hey ho, nice quality, quality of passes kind of really, really going downhill now. Beaton's disappointing, but Beaton still, you know, he is a good player. You don't play the way that he did play previously um, and not have quality. Oh. But yeah. We want to get a few million from him and move him on. I think it's. I think. I think it very much depends on how you want to play, and I think we want to play a fast, yeah. exciting brand of football, system. and he doesn't fit it. <coughs> no, um, but Kieran, I think you made a very good point as well. I think, what, you know, um, we will want to start resting Brown. He he probably won't want to rest, but you're absolutely right. There's cup games he can play in. He's got to start playing for Scotland again. Well, yeah. he's I think he's going to wait. He only really wants to play the England game again, and then he'll just retire. Yeah, um, but also again thinking about the Champions League qualifiers we want him to be as fresh as possible and if we get to the final there isn't going to be a huge break between the cup final and then actually starting qualifiers again so I uh, 5-2 we need to talk about the goal the goal who cares about the other ones let's just get to the good bit the fifth goal um, 
Well, before we get there, oh. you're shooting the gun, which I've heard you're prone to do. Your fiance tells me. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> dirty. Um, we having words of hurt. How do you even downhill? You really are. It's too much yeah. smut chat tonight from yeah. you. Uh, Gary Mackay Stevens. He had a, he started as well. It wasn't just. I was pish about. <laughs> Next. Utter guff. Kieran. Yeah, um, it wasn't. It wasn't influential in the game as he really should do. Um, I, I mean, he's been given a chance. And he's got to take it. He's got to really want to. He, want, he really wants to show. He wants to play for the club. He really wants to be a part of what what Rogers is doing here. He wants to get. He needs to get involved in games. But there's a lot of times where he's just. Did you? I take it. Well, obviously, you you wouldn't have hit, uh, seen Brendan Rogers in the Sky Studio after it. No, no. He was talking about how, especially games like games like that when you get you're playing against teams that have got you know like are defending basically for everything at some point in the game um, he was saying how he likes to have or you've got to have players with pace that can get in behind and break break the lines and all that sort of thing and the way he was talking Gary Mackay Stephen absolutely fit, fitted in, into that and you could totally get it in that he was a player Jesus, that cat. Yeah, you're about um, to attack. He, he he's he's got he's got bags of pace and he's as a proper winger. So I could understand, you know, he's he's probably the only winger we have because Sinclair's not a winger. He always cuts inside. Same with same with Forrest and and Roberts. Forrest doesn't really, hit, you know, try and hit the byline like he, he maybe once did. He's always trying to come inside. So he's really the only out and out winger we've got. Um, and he's got bags of pace now his one chance where he should have scored against St Johnson when we had the break up the pitch and it was him Sinclair had the ball originally Sinclair Mackay Stephen and I can't remember who else maybe it was Paddy Roberts but the three of them were sprinting up that pitch but the speed of of Sinclair and Mackay Stephen especially was frightening Um, and you could see it there now if he had a a tidy finish or chipped the goalkeeper or something, we would have been going crazy about it. The problem it. was he was trying, he wanted it on his left foot. The right, the right foot finish was there. All you had to do was kind of bend it around the keeper at the front post and that would have been in. If, he'd, if he had confidence with his right foot, because he was kind of going down. No, it was his left foot that he hit it with. Aye, but he was, he was, actually, he was actually his, back, his body round so right. he could, because it was more going towards his right side and the way the keeper was coming with the angle, a right footed person could have just like, kind of curved it round the keeper whereas he wanted it to on his left side mm. so he's arching his body round so that he's almost kind of shooting to the other side but at that point the defenders were, in, were on that side so if it'd been but I mean that's 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 the type of position that he's got to get into and he's got to have more of those opportunities and, and start taking them but still over the piece that was really the only thing that I remember of note that I was really impressed with in terms of his, his speed and the position he got himself into he didn't offer anything else and uh, you know, as you say he's getting a chance He's I just don't think he's taking it I mean he came on against Man City and looked good I, I don't know how that how that works but then disappeared and then disappeared I don't know I, I just think he's another one where it's, it's he probably would have went out on loan but it just didn't it didn't work out because he didn't want to go down to the championship the only, the only reason why he's got a chance now just now as well is because Roberts is playing through the middle 
for the last couple of games, so you've only got Forrest and Sinclair on our side. Now, Forrest, at times, we've seen his performances can dip up and down. There's times where he can be lost in the game, whereas with Sinclair, Sinclair's got that quality where he's always involved. So you're never at a, you're never at a, not at a, a stage where you need to take Sinclair off to change the game. You know, Sinclair's only needing a backup when he's injured, which hasn't been very often this year. So that's why, on the right-hand side, we've always got Roberts or Forrest, and it's Mackay Stephen on the left, but we're never, really take, we're never going to take Sinclair off to put in Roberts, eh, Mackay Stephen to chase the game because the quality that Sinclair's got, I mean, he could be quiet for 20 minutes and then all of a sudden go on a fantastic run, create something good and, and we, we get the goal. So he's getting very little chances and but the chances that he's got just now, he really has to take them if he wants to be part of the squad. Yeah, and I think it's, it's a shame as well because as you say, he is a proper old school winger, left-sided, He's shown he is capable at times, but he's um, he's just not taking the chances. At times, I feel as if he's quite a timid little player. He seems kind of quite quiet, and like I said, he doesn't he doesn't kind of force himself in the game as much. Um, I think as well, he, he can get bullied off the ball far too easy. Yeah, but, but I mean, but with the nature of a winger, sometimes you, that can be the case that you're out of the game for what, for a period, but you need to be ready. When you get that chance, well, you make the difference. Forrest is a classic example of it. You see Forrest times some of the games, he can disappear for 15, 20 minutes and you forget he's on the pitch. But then all of a sudden he just he appears with the ball and he'll take a defender on. Sometimes he'll beat him, sometimes he won't. Um, so it's kind of what we've got. Um, Mackay Stevens came off uh, to be replaced by Dembele just around the 60th minute, 59th minute. Um Obviously, it changed the changed the dynamic of the game entirely. You kind of touched on that earlier, Kieran. Given as a striker, a focal point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, obviously, it changed and it kind of helped us. Um, obviously, the penalty, at that point, he get the penalty with the first touch, um, which kind of get him, got him on his way. And then, obviously, we had we then had something to go for. For the win, um, I think you can't you can't underestimate how how much of a massive impact that had. I mean, he he just came on and and that penalty happens. I mean, you know, <laughs> would he have went on and had as big an influence had that not happened? I don't know, but I mean, what you're saying do you is, know we're, what? we're losing the game if we don't get that dodgy penalty. That's what you're saying, like. Aye, pretty much. But to be fair, he's he has missed a couple of penalties. I'm sure this season, and he got up first touch. Bang, banged in can't argue with that um, and taking aside that Dembele is just a, a phenomenon um, do you think just having a striker made a huge difference to how the, the team played itself Lou? Uh, yes but would uh, <laughs> if Nadir shifted come on instead of Dembele and no I'd, I'd, I'd are we, are we Calling the dear shifty a striker these days is that definitely? I think that's a football te- player. technically that, can we get his job that? title. But yep. um, no, I, I, the belly is it's it's scary. It's it's a bit frightening. I mean, we've got someone who I think kids are going to grow up and be like, like he could be like Ren Larson to some people. Yeah, 
And I, I think, well, my Henry Glasson, I don't know, but I mean, for me, Henry Glasson is like God. And, and unfortunately, and not, we won't get as many years out of him as we did last. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying Celtic player. I'm, I'm not saying yeah. Celtic fans. Sorry, but other I mean, clubs. other clubs. He could go and he could literally play for anybody if he continues the way he's going. I mean, at 20 years old, he looks like an absolute <laughs> boss. If he keeps, if he if he keeps going, he could be one of these real superstars. But we're just so lucky to have him where we've got him. I think. Yeah. And the big man doesn't even like him. (laughs) That was that was way back in the summer. (laughs) Times have changed now. He's terrible, terrible striker. He's barely scored. You kidding? He's the opposite of that. You will never live that down. Aye. So half an hour returning from injury. Casual hat trick from the Denvers. Um Was there any goal in particular that stuck out, Louis? Uh, probably the last one for me, about oh, really? I absolute stunner. Take us through it. Goal of the season. I would love to be the person to take us through it. Right. Okay. So, twenty-five passes. Every player on the team touches the ball, including Gordon. It was a wee pass, but still counts. They all, pa- they, they all count we size go, does not matter we go up we go up the Thankfully. pitch we go up the pitch we come back down the pitch we give Gordon a touch we go back up the pitch Lustig starts off in the right back wide right position doing what Lustig does best he plays a wee ball inside I think to Kalmak Kalmak lays it back off to him he's now approached about the middle of the just outside the box but in the middle of the area he then plays another ball to Dembele but he thinks do you know what I've got some freedom here I'm going to keep going so he runs in to the left side of the box and Dembele sees him sees how stunning he looks and goes I'm going to thread a ball through to you son so Dembele threads a wee now it would have been good he could have done a wee flick or something but he chose to just be tidy that's alright he tried to do a handle so he, he lays it in and Lustig being the absolute thug that he is, does a Rabona out of nowhere. I mean, a lot of people didn't even know what that thing was until Lustig done it. So there's going to be a lot of kids like, oh, that's the Lustig move, which is great. That goes to Calmac's feet because Calmac's no no mug. No matter what Samani says, he's an intelligent football player. He's in the box. He's, 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 looking, he's, he's looking for the ball. It comes to him. He doesn't even look up. He just closes his eyes. He thinks, and he back heels it. You think, he, you think he pictured it in his head? It just I, it, everything went calm for Calmack at that point. He was in an ocean. Closed his eyes, imagined what was about to happen. He just back heels it into Dembele's path, and Dembele just slots it home. Twenty-five passes, a Rabona, a back heel, and an absolutely dirty finish. Goal of the season. That was really well portrayed. How many times, by chance, did you watch that clip? <laughs> I, I have honestly, <laughs> I have honestly watched that, that goal about thirty times. And do you know, even when I watched it in the pub, I didn't realise what had happened because I wasn't quite paying attention. I didn't realise that there were so many. Passes. No, I, I, and and even the, I didn't even see the Rabona at first. Mm. I just seen the back heel for Calmac. I thought, oh, I, I kind of thought he didn't mean it at first. He absolutely did. Um, no, stunning goal. Goal of, the, goal of the season. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a lot of people talking about the, the best goal ever and stuff like that. I, that's maybe 
maybe taking it to extremes, but as far as a team goal ah, there's a goes, team goal, absolutely. Team goal, ah, it's got ah, to be, it's up got there. be right up there. Right up there, right at the top, Kieran. I mean, you're, you're coming, you're coming back from two one. I mean, you take the lead, two one down, and you come back and win five two, and you do, you know, dirty things like that at the end. I mean, that is, that's rude. That was uh, it was cheeky. But it just shows you how, you know. How many gears we've got to push through? I mean, as Kieran said earlier, you kind of don't you don't doubt it. I mean, I did doubt it the way the game was going. I will be honest, I, I doubted it at halftime because I felt like we. I didn't think anybody was putting in a good performance. Really, I didn't. I just I just thought all the players looked a bit jaded. You don't know if Dembele he's on the bench, so you assume he's fit enough to get on. But uh, is he going to be a hundred percent? It's always one of those ones. You can't you can't guarantee that he's going to be able to have an impact. But the team just seemed to absolutely kick through the gears. And then when it got to that, but I mean, it all just culminated in that goal. But <laughs> at that point, we were just doing what we wanted. And oh, just stunning, stunning to watch. Best goal of the, the Rogers era, I think we'd have to say. I'd give you that. Because it's goal of the season, but. Aye. <laughs> um, aye. So 5 2. Um, Sinclair got a wee goal as well Which was nice That's nice for Sinks uh, Was there anything else You really wanted to comment on I know you've said You don't think the Beton's been up to much What about You think he Put in a performance There Was he No, not really It just It just Slowed the game down Again for me I just think he's Just lethargic um, I, I I understand that Sometimes you need Someone to slow the game down Um and be tidy in possession and that sort of thing, but I just feel like I th- I feel like he's like a handbrake sometimes, and 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 I think we're a better team when we don't have that. Um, he can do a job. Coming off the bench for the last ten fifteen minutes when we want to shut a game down, and that's something that we have. I, th- I think we've all talked about in the past in past seasons. Where you know whether it be under Lennon or whether it be under Dyla, that we haven't been able to be intelligent enough to shut a game down when it needs to be shut down, and I think that is another thing that Rogers has done well. Yeah, utilising um, bet on to yeah, do it usually. Yep, yeah, usually, and you know, just that where you know maybe things are getting a bit edgy, or you've only got a one goal, like the Aberdeen game, only having a one goal lead. Now, personally, that. I didn't really speak much earlier about the Aberdeen game, but I thought we absolutely dominated them second half. But then at the same time, you still have last kind of last ten minutes. You've always got that. Oh, what if? What if it only takes one chance? And being you know having the mentality to to see out a game, but having the tactical ability to to bring him on and for him to know his role and to do that, excellent. But I I hope that Ibui will be able him, to do that and and do it better and not be so much of a, you know, a it counterbalance between the attacking play that I, we want to play. Well, hopefully we'll, we'll slow the game down when we want to, not because that's all the only thing he, he does. Yeah. Um, Nadir Chifty, you got, you got a solid five minutes, did we? <laughs> 86 minute he came on. Louis, you any thoughts on him? Did he touch the ball? I don't remember him touching the ball. To be perfectly honest, um, he's. I don't. I don't know quite what what that was. Is that 
is Brendan Rodgers suddenly going right? Okay, so you're going to be here for the next like or the next yeah. few months. I've already. I might as well no strikers. I so. might as well see what you can do. But then, why was he not having the chance back when we had no strikers? Uh, uh, did why didn't did he want to, uh, does he want to start leading them in and seeing if, it if does he's anything? a striker then you want players who actually know how to play a striking role like we've said with Roberts he's just it's not his role and we know that and he knows that but he's been asked to fill a gap which you always do but then the, the other thing is he must not be doing enough in training to change Roger's mind Oh, but then, up, but, but then, it, has he done enough to then get on the bench at that game and then get get brought on? I don't know. It just seems like a bit of a weird one. I think he's him. maybe been go try. Obviously, they've been trying to get rid of him. So there's been like clubs. Look, he's been on the lookout for clubs, probably negotiating deals. So his mindset's probably not been fully at the club because he's got this whole kind of like oh, I'm not really wanting to be here, or they're not. I'm not really wanted here. Um, I need to move on. And I mean, obviously the the transfer. Mind you, the transfer was closed last Tuesday, and we've had we had the Aberdeen game. Could have been in the bench for the Aberdeen game, but yeah. maybe maybe Rogers has his thought. Do you know what? This could happen again in the future because the way Rogers is coming out now with Griffiths, it's looking tough for Griffiths to get back to his team. His question has kind of um, outside football lifestyle, and that's yeah. what he, he's kind of having. He's seen his lifestyle having a bit of an impact on his on his injuries. He's he, collecting. He mentioned diet a number of times in that interview yesterday when he was asked about this because he was talking about it, and he, he mentioned lifestyle and all that. But he specifically mentioned diet a couple of times and how you've got to be professional and everything else. I, I don't know. I mean, the, the awkward thing was Neil Lennon was sitting, you know, just along for him, the guy who had chips in the menu, but. That's the thing. He he says that he doesn't get slaughtered, and we all look at Griffiths and say, "What to get your act together?" And yet, when Dyla done it, you know, he got lambasted for it, and it was like, "Look at this idiot taking chips off the menu." It, you know, I've, I've still got a wee soft spot for Dyla, but it's, it's my, not even a soft spot. That's just a statement of fact. That is, that is fact. But, could, but could, at the same time, do, do you know what? See if Griffiths is so stupid to not be doing everything that man tells him to better his career. But what, what's the point? Do you think this could be Griffiths doing a little bit of a rebel against Rodgers with the fact of I'm the forty goals, I'm the forty goal season striker last year. Whenever I play, I mean, at times whenever when, when Dembele wasn't playing and Griffiths was coming in, Griffiths was scoring. I mean, right. there was that there was the one just before Christmas when Dembele was off. Did Griffiths not score three games in a row? I've just pictured Griffiths taking a chip, dipping it in tomato ketchup. That's one <laughs> goal. That's two yeah. goals. But I mean, if he's now starting to kind of, if, if his diet's getting questioned, then he, he, he was, he was, Dyer came out and said that against him last year. Well, before the, I, I didn't do it during time that Griffiths' lifestyle had to change. And if he wanted to change the team, and Griffiths took that on board. And we've seen what a player he turned into. I mean, like we did the whole last season, he was a 40 goals, 40 goals. Now, why all of a sudden now under Rogers is the diet getting questioned again by him? So is his que- is the diet went back the way, or was does Rogers have an even tougher expectancy expectancy level when it comes to diet than what Dyla had? Um, but like you said, I mean we've seen what Rogers is doing with the team. Griffiths would be stupid not to listen to him if he wants to get back in this team. But and the thing is, see until we see Griffiths back. Uh, Rogers is going to be constantly questioned about it. The media will, because the media will obviously want to get things go. Like, there's, a wee, there's a wee bit of a niggle between those two. There's a wee bit of beef going on between, between those two, and Neil want to dig and dig and try to expose and try to expose. But there probably has nothing there. Griff. He's probably just saying, look, look his diet's been put off off a little bit. Let's just get that back on board and 
Aye, well, that's, I mean, I think that's what we kind of landed on last week's pod. We were talking about it, and it's, uh, I think it is Brendan wanting to give him some motivation. I think it is a, just a man management thing. There's obviously stuff going on there, but Griffiths is a good player. Rogers knows that. Um, assuming that there's a very good chance we know Dembele's going to be gone in the summer. Uh, and whilst Rogers, I'm sure, will want to spend some of that 30, 40 million on another striker, right now his, his replacement is, is Griffiths. So he's not going to sabotage that. He's not going to go out of his way to. And if Griffiths he, said, that, he said yesterday that Griffiths is very much part of his plans for the next. Which so many years. Season Griffiths was a striker and he was doing a job. Mm. Just in belly came it's, in. It's whether it's whether Griffiths, you know, um, it's whether he spits the dummy. Yeah. When De- when when Dembele leaves, suddenly he's brought back in. All right, you want me now? You know at that if if he has that sort of attitude, yeah. that would be very disappointing. Well, he's got to be a is. team player. It's not all about Lee Griffiths. Oh, but the problem with then has is we would have no strikers. We'd then have to go out and look for three strikers. If we sell Dembele, Griffiths, you said spits a dummy, and we're just like, would well, you know what? You can just go as well. We've got no strikers. We're then going to have to now go and is it? pay money. For strikers, we want, a, we want a striker that's going to come in and hit the ground. We we'll have all the money, loads of money. We've got all the money. Yeah. That, well, we've got the report we'll talk about in a minute as well. We've got all the money. We'll have Hunters. It's in the bag. Um, get big fat Ronaldo in, that's what I say. Yeah, uh, I'd have fat Ronaldo any day. Yeah, although, he should be called Luis Ronaldo. It's a faux pas in my part. No, it's Ronaldo. Well, yeah, he is, he is Ronaldo. Then you get Cristiano Ronaldo. But aye, anyway, so that was nonsense. Hit <laughs> uh, <laughs> me with a question, fella. I will, I will go to Twitter. But um, the other thing I was going to say... No, I've forgotten. I'll go to Twitter. So after that we, game, how many points? We are 27 us? points ahead oh, of Aberdeen, lovely. who are in second with a game in hand oh, over the team in third, which are also on the same amount of points. Lovely. But so we are 27 points ahead. Second place are closer to relegation than they are to us, I believe. <sighs> yep, fantastic. <sighs> wow. And our goal difference is something like 40 <sighs> something. That's beautiful. It's that just beautiful. Um, you know, bored though, Kedza. You know, oh, I'm so bored. No. So boring, isn't it? Winning all the time. I know. Yep. This is what we need. We need to enjoy every minute of this. This is the greatest. Work is great. Enjoy this. Aye. So, and Lustig needs to step up now. He's done a Rabona. He needs to bring something else to the game now. He needs to get another trick. I have better trick. I just want him to do it, do it again. Make it his own. Just keep doing it. Uh, Michael M. Kaminsky, 90. Um, Alrighty, how you doing? Uh, he asked a kind of he asked a couple of questions, uh, which two of which we've answered. Uh, the third one, I don't think we have. Do you see a future from the deer at the club after Sunday? I don't think any of us do. Um, not necessarily after Sunday, just in general. Uh, do you see Hendo featuring in uh, more after Sunday? So, yeah, yeah, I'd like to. I'd yeah. Hopefully, we'd like to. Do you genuinely think he will, though? Not just your. Well, I, I think yeah. I think, I think McGregor's had his wee kind of chance of a few games in a row. Uh, he's done okay. He's not really set the hair alight. Uh, I think Henderson has shown that he's got the cap- the. Capacity to come in and do just as good a job as McGregor, maybe even a better one. Um, so I think we're at a stage now where we need some of the players getting game time. I, th- I think I think what Bre- Brendan Rodgers has shown with a number of players is that it's up to them. And Henderson will get his chance if Henderson is putting in the effort and impressing and training. 
and I, I don't think you can ask for any more than that. You know, he's only not going to succeed if, if you know, because of his own, you know, his own endeavours. If if he if he's if he's doing his best and impressing, I think you'll get you'll get game time. And the third part of the question, I'm coming to Louis first. Paddy, buy or not? Buy or not? Yes. To buy <laughs> or not to buy? Um, if if we could buy, if we could afford, and and we had, and, and he wanted to join. Absolutely, we buy. Absolutely, there we are. He will be on the bench, but he'll be a great <laughs> backup for James Forrest if something goes wrong. You need backup. Um, you, need ba- you need backup. Um, no, Paddy Roberts. I would absolutely love him to to stay at the club. Just you know, me and KT. I don't want to even go there. It's too emotional. But I know it would make KT happy. So you know, I've got to accept it. If we could sign him, I would. I would sign him, but we ain't. He, I don't think he wants to stay. I think he wants to go and go and see if he can make it in the Man City team, which is fair enough. Fair play yeah. him. Aye, aye, I wouldn't hold that against him. Um, Barry Hustis, um, Hustaklo, nineteen eighty. I'm going to go with. Apologies for that pronunciation. Um, he's responded to a picture of the tea in the laptop. Biscuits, Twix finger underrated. I'll answer that one. A Twix isn't technically a biscuit. It may contain biscuit. It's technically a sweetie. You can buy it in a shop. It's a sweetie. Don't argue, Louis. Oh, oh I you don't can, know about that. You can dunk it in tea. I'll give you that. It you dunk it in tea? No. It clearly has biscuit in it. It's not a it's sweetie. Not a bi- it's a sweetie. How can it be a sweetie? Are you going into R.S. McCall and buying some bourbon biscuits for the front counter next to the Mars bars? No. Twix is a sweetie. It's next to the nah, Mars bars nah, and the Skittles. Have, no, I'm not having that. That's a fact. You wouldn't dip, uh, you, you dip, dip a would. Starburst in a cup of not tea? Not a Starburst, but a Mars bar. <laughs> Bang that in, not a problem. Full in. Dunked. No. It's a sweetie. No. Sweet? No. Sweeties. Contains biscuit does no, not No, but that's chocolate. That's a different category. So is a Twix. Sweeties are chocolate. Sweeties are chocolate. You daft. <laughs> oh no, I don't know. Kit Kat, Kit Kat, I'd, have, I'd have sweeties as a category, chocolate as a category, biscuit as an R category, and for me, Twix, that's going to be my big biscuit box. I'm what sorry. Kit, what about Kit Kat? Kit Kat? That's a Kit Kat is a biscuit. That's right? a biscuit. My God, there's very little biscuit, and there's less biscuit than that, and there's yeah, a Twix. And you can also buy it. Where, where's but it? A Kit Kat biscuit on it. Where's it going to be stored? It's going to be stored in a biscuit tin. Come on, sweetie. <laughs> It's a sweetie. Is it underrated though? That was the question. What a Twix? Aye. Oh, I think it's rated for a start. I think it's rated. I never thought it was underrated. Oh, mm. No, who's going to show up and buying a Twix? <laughs> I have in the past. <coughs> but I've offered you biscuits, and there was a selection, and Twix was amongst it. It's a, uh, it's a definite choice. I'm not going to lie. If the option was a blue riband or a or a Twix, I'd take a Twix. Well, there you are. But I'm not going to show up and buying a Twix. Yeah. It's a poor sweetie. But it's a good biscuit. There's your answer. There we go. Um, Christian Holm, just take a minute to laugh at the other lot. Yeah, Partick Fistle are struggling. Let's all laugh at them. <laughs> um, uh, I know we don't talk about Sevco. Uh, this is Scott Cameron, Scotty Boy 7. But what's everyone's favourite football rant? Warburton's If We Had Won More Games, etc. Kevin Keegan's got to be up there for football rants, hasn't he? That's that's one of the that's the, the best ones. Oh, that is that that is the one the pinnacle to beat, yeah. which no manager has really. Thank maybe a couple of them close, but none have ever yeah. passed that. Do you know one of my fa- one of my favourite 
ones not really so much a football rant but just a football manager losing it was uh, Walter Smith back in the day with the Chick, Chick Young yeah and he just goes <laughs> he ends up just gone mental I thought that was hilarious uh, but oh, the one asking about Loudrup or something like that I, I, can't, I can't quite remember but oh hilarious it's on YouTube aye but what it's we, dignified that's what that <laughs> was from Walter Smith absolutely full of dignity you've not got a quote there have you from Warburton because he you know, he, yeah. said, he said um, what was it if if Celtic had lost, lost four and uh, uh, if Celtic lose four games and then we win so many games then the gap would be ten points or something aye and then it's <laughs> like he, he basically got his calculator out and done done a quick bit of maths um, and told us the obvious. I worry, I worry about him yeah it was um, that was scary the best one was when he did his press conference after the transfer window had closed and he says yeah we got in one or two bits of quality players so and he's like well now the real hard work begins for um, next year um, and we need to just obviously work out when we start in Europe and I was like when you start I was like you need to start worrying about getting to Europe first, the way you are playing, and then you, then you go out to, and get hammered for one by heart. So it's like, you're going to struggle to finish that third or fourth. That's where Europe is. So if you kind of get that, then why are you worrying about when Europe starts when you're not even no. there yet? It's just, oh, they're just so deluded over there. Yeah. Um, if we won four games less, uh, sorry, if they won four games less, they would be 13 ahead. If we'd won one of our games, it would be 10. That's how it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Right, Mark. Calm down. Uh, but that, so that's, that was just delusional. Uh, what else have we got here? And uh, is uh, Ryan Clark's asking if the Galatron is not in the pod this week because his life is complete after Lustig's, and I'm just going to call it a wee dink. I don't like this Rabona chat. No, Lustig. that's what it was. It's a wee dink. Take that, Rabona. It's not even a word. What? Anyway, is that why the Galatron's not here? We assume so. I assume he's just in a room, covered. <laughs> and uh, we'll leave that there. Uh, aye. Um, Ryan Clark was also asking if uh, Dembele can play in the qualifying rounds and still not be cup-tied for the... No, actually, he's answering someone's question. Yeah, I believe that's yeah, right. He can play in all of the qualifiers and then... Still go on unless they've changed it. Uh, who's the better option for the future, Christy or the Hendmeister General? That's coming from Daryl Hay at hdarryl67. So Henderson or Christy, better option for the future? That's Ooh, quite a tough that's one. A, that's a tough one. I see them both being the future. I, 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 I could personally see both of them playing in a Celtic team of the future which I know is kind of daft to say because they are so young and it would take years probably but Henderson uh, Henderson personally I see as a future Celtic captain it's bold words I know it's bold but I'm I'm, I'm telling well the only reason he wouldn't be is because of Tierney but I I, I think the two of them are players I think we're lucky I think they, they are two players who just who love Celtic and want to play for Celtic, and I think they are two players that if they were part of a you know a great team like like you know 
a long if they had long Celtic careers to tour them together in the same team I think they would absolutely jump at that chance and I think they're both good enough that that could happen I think we've got to be more patient with Henderson as I said earlier but I genuinely think it could happen Christie I really really am a fan of but I, I worry that Christie will not get as much of an opportunity mm-hmm. um, just looking at that we did have a question about that related directed at you Louis at me Tom, Thomas Hanlon Tommy Hanlon 81 Tam uh, Big Tam Tamarino uh, On a scale of 1 to 10 How smug will Louis Mick be At the performances of Henderson recently Paddy Roberts is better By the way That's just a wee so you, you As smug happy? as a dug with two dicks That's uh, That's rather unfortunate I don't know how smug that dug would be um, that, That's very smug Yes uh, I'll have a quick flick through See if there's any more. We've got quite a few questions actually, but a uh, uh, big Kaminsky seems to be agreeing with our Kevin Keegan uh, chat of a rant. ICT and Vanessa Cali Thistle fifth round of the cup. We don't really have a huge amount of time to talk about it, so I'll just ask you for lineup predictions and result predictions. Unless um, you get anything you're bursting to say about the game. Going, I know we've, sometimes you can bring this hoodoo thing about Inverness, but the way Inverness are playing just now, they are really doing poor. They're really struggling. I mean, performances are not being of, of what they would like to be having, obviously. Um, and I feel, I, I actually do think there's a good, strong possibility where you could actually destroy them, take a good few. I've, I've got feeling the potential, especially after the way we won yesterday. I feel like the, 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 the confidence were really pumping. I mean, confidence is pumping as it is, but after being behind and bringing it back and just the kind of last couple of goals, I, I feel we could really kick it in, I think, four or five on Sunday. Uh, in the rest in the cup. And I think... Um, I, I, I think... Uh, I, I think it'll be a similar starting squad lineup to yesterday, but obviously Dembele. I think Dembele will start. Obviously Dembele, Dembele starts, and it'll be Mackay Steen will drop out. And you starting with Hendo. I I'll give Hendo another chance. And what about and the centre backs? Um, I'd keep it with the three we have. I'm happy with those. I'd like to see those three again. Do you not think that the, the way that they've done it now, in, in terms of the format of the the cup competitions? With you know the one competition being wrapped up so early, you know, and, and one either either half of the the season, that really plays into our hands. I'm surprised that's you know because yes we had Europe for the first one, but now that we don't, we've only and we've not got a challenge in the league. We really don't have much of a fixture fixture congestion now with the Scottish Cup, and that I can't see us resting players particularly. I, I think there's players that are going to go in during the cup that will be getting game time, but I yeah. don't think it's necessarily to rest the others. You know, I, I think we'll always be putting out a very strong team, which should, you would hope, give us a better chance of then winning the thing. But, <coughs> you know, it almost, almost feels like it's almost but, went in our favour, the new system. But then you look at the mess that it's been with fixture congestion in the past and just... Hmm. Yeah, struggling to find weekends to put games in because games are getting called off, especially this time of year. You're just getting battled by a cat. Um, but then I suppose yeah. the other thing as well is that the weather's kind of helped this year. I mean, we've not really had a lot of 
Oh, it's coming, Ken. Cold, it's cold. coming. There's not been. I mean, there's not been a definitely. I mean, in the, in the top league, there's not been a lot of no. team, a lot of games cancelled due to weather. Last year there was quite a number of games were cancelled due to weather, but we've been quite lucky this season so far that none of the top none of the top league have had many only postponements because of cup fixtures, and that's the ones that have had to be been replayed. But so that's 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 kind of alleviated the fact of a payoff pay, um, a fixture payoff towards the end of the season that we're obviously going to avoid. Louis, are you assuming we're kind of default starting through the lineup? Uh, at the weekend there, are you making any changes? Are you keeping Hendo in? Are you changing the centre-backs? you keep are you starting Dembele? Uh, no, I, I do think there will be some changes. I think Gamboa will come back in a right-back. Um, Lustig is just going to get mad at it. Celebrate. Um, celebrate. Probably do a, a couple of conferences and, and speak to people, educate them. And, and go on a boat, see this cat. Leave um, alone. You know he's going to live off this for 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 the week. Enjoy his weekend. So Gamboa is going to go in for me at right back. Um, I think Bayato will keep his place. Midfield um, will be interesting. I, I don't know if he'll play. Beat on. I I think we might see Armstrong and Rogic back. Um, I don't think either of them will play ninety minutes, but I could imagine them coming back. Um, Dembele, probably Forrest and Sinclair. I wouldn't imagine Roger start though because he has not played that whole this calendar year. Whereas Armstrong's only missed mm. two games, whereas Roger has missed all what, four the, or five, and he's not. He's not a, I don't know. Roger's famed for his fitness. I'm sure he's ready to go. Absolutely, he's ready to put in a good strong sixty minutes. But the the, the thing is, like, it's a funny. It's a kind of hard to predict when we've not got a midweek game this week. So they've got a whole week. I mean, the players are going to be. I don't know if they were at training today. Probably not because of the game yesterday. Mm. So they'll be back in training tomorrow. They've got days and days to prepare for it. You would hope that the likes of and I include <sighs> I'm going to include a uh, in this. You would hope that the likes of a buoy, Rogic, Armstrong, Griffiths, that they were all fit and ready. Fair enough. They're not going to be match sharp, but they should be making some sort of. So, some sort of appearance I think um, a Strong team With a couple of changes Prediction for the score? Uh, I think they'll maybe make it difficult for us To be honest But I think we'll we'll end up A quality show I'll say 3-1 3-1 uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a goal 3-1 You're on 4-5 I, I do think that's with the one game We will give Give them a hiding. Good, good, good I'll land on three now. So, um, I we don't even have enough time to really talk about the financial results that were posted. Just hit us with the headlines, uh, bud. Celtic are minted, mate. Absolutely bloody minted. Uh, Peter Law, a hero. Um, I'm trying to find it. I actually had them up and I've lost them now. Uh, but our... our uh, revenues increased something stupid like ninety four point seven percent, and it's up to sixty one point two million. AI, our profit, our, our cash in the bank is eighteen Money in the bank eighteen point six million sitting there. there cash, interest, mate, not in the not bank. A problem, cash monies. We're all mm. like Apple over here. Um, I sixty one point two million for the first six months of the financial year. Obviously, second half of the year we'll expect that to be much less because we don't have Champions League and we get less home games. Um, but aye, it's still pretty impressive. And I think the only real money we made was selling, getting two million for 
Johansson from players, whereas the year before it was... Just shows you how important the Champions League is. But it, all, it, also, it also shows you how well the club is being run. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and I know a lot of people criticise Peter Lowell, and I, and I don't think we really have, I think we've always understood that he, he's... We're company he, he's companymen. He, no, but he's very good at what he does. Yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes he's frustrating and we'd like a bit more investment, but at the end of the day, we know that he's running the club very well, and no, figures like that, I think, just show it. Yeah. And we've, we we know we've seen other clubs um, not be as prudent and no. fail and what, what die. Can I think yeah. also as well the way Rogers has done well with the playing squad, we've not had to really spend a lot of money because he's got performances the, the out of players of yeah, yeah. who we we'd written off in the summer. He's brought in a couple of I mean, spent, players here and there, but he's never he's spent, he didn't have to break the bank for them. He spent nine and a half million overall, but that's for a few players. You know, he spent very, very well, obviously. Yeah, that's between Dembele, Sinclair, Gamboa. And uh, Brendan Rodgers spoke about the next three or four years at the weekend. I mean, <sighs> oh. I mean, you look at that. So I mean, he's get, saying all the right things, isn't he? You've got 18 million pound cash. You've got the, the asset of Dembele. Then you've got the potential <laughs> of, fingers crossed, getting back in the Champions League again next year as well. I mean, we're just going to be a cash-rich team for years. Yeah. But we can't rest on our laurels that the Champions League is not guaranteed. No, it's not guaranteed, but um, the way Rodgers is what he's, what he's get, got going just now, then it's... Yeah. Um, we did well in the Champions League this year. You can only, that's an that's a experience for going next year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, it's been a pleasure, lads. I'm going to wrap up. Uh, any final thoughts, comments? Just great to be a Celtic fan. Bloody great! It's, it's great to be on this podcast. Well, as well, what a brilliant podcast! I think we should big ourselves up. We're fantastic. We're if bloody don't, terrific. Yeah. Don't follow us on Twitter. You can do it uh, at Ninety Minutes Cynic. Uh, Facebook. Just search for Ninety Minutes Cynic on Facebook. Although some strange foreign people did steal our name and old logo and uh, have some sort of fake football site. Yeah, that's not us. That's not us. That's not us. It's no talking about Celtic. It's not us. Um, you can find us on Instagram as well you can go to our website nightmarecynic.com and read the supplement which is a fantastic bit of work a number of articles some of it Celtic some of it Irish football some of it other stuff um, some fantastic contributions there give it a wee read and uh, I give us a subscription like on the old iTunes give us a wee rate and a wee review uh, four or five stars in the bag we say it every week comment. but it genuinely makes a difference if you if you could take the time we'd much appreciate it exactly make your Christmas 2017 if you do that Kieran Harren at Kieran Harren thank you very much for your time it's always a pleasure Louis McCaffrey you've been phenomenal no you have been terrific thanks. and it's been great to be here thanks for the tea thanks for the hospitality until next time we'll end on that
Oh, 